the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Trudy, your host, and I have along with me Monica Matthews, Dr. C, Dr. Christina, Pastor Lee Adams, and Aisha Diaz. I said it wrong. Danzy. Danzy. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, but anyway, thank you all for being here today. Um, I'd love for you just to look at look them up on their websites and social medias. They're doing amazing things in the kingdom. And so just give you more of understanding of who they are. So go check out their websites. So I'm driving in today, and it's raining. And I'm trying to stay in my lane. And there's a lady behind me honking her horn just out of control. And she's weaving in and out of traffic. She she gets up right beside me. And she starts yelling at me with with her window up. She's yelling at me. And it made me think about our topic today, which is where is the lack of mercy and grace in our society today? I mean, if you scroll through social media, you'll see attack after attack of people attacking each other, demanding that they lose their jobs, destroying their reputations, um, and their positions in our in our world. It's kind of out of control. Yeah. I mean, there was a recent um, case in um, Kentucky about a, st- a student in Kentucky, and they were berating him and berating him before they knew all the facts. Wow. So it's kind of getting out of control, Aisha. What do you think? Do you think that we're just so quick to be angry and so quick to judge that there's no room for mercy yeah. and grace. I think we have a tendency to look for the negative things in every situation, in each other, or just, you know, in the world before looking for the positive things. And right. I think it's become infectious in that way. And we're all starting to just, you know, instantly jump on what's negative. And um, I think Romans 3 and 23 and 24, yes. for we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That in itself says that how could you call out or how could you belittle anyone or think that you're better than anyone when we all have fallen short in some sense Mm -hmm. in our our lives. And um, maybe because of our own insecurities that we're often looking for the faults and what's wrong with everyone else. Right. But if you just focus on yourself, you will find out you don't even have time. You you really (laughs) don't have time if you're focused on on anybody else's issues or their own, their faults. Right. Right. I find it easy to condemn when we're not reflective, Mm -hmm. when we don't begin to look and begin with looking at ourselves and looking at our own shortcomings and our failures and and putting ourselves in the place of uh, how would I want somebody to respond to me if this was going on and I was the person on the other side of this. But I think it's harder to relate to people when you don't have compassion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we've lost so much in society. People just don't have compassion. The lack of compassion. Well, what about, you know, we're, we're judging people for things they did 20 years ago. Yeah. And we're making, we're holding them up, you know, in a judgment seat of things that they've done 20 years ago. And it may even be in the news, even taken out of context, but it, it's making yes. them lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So being a media personality, um, it's a fine line that I walk daily sure um, to not placate and pander to that narrative of, um, you know, executioner and judge according to public courts. 
Um, and so I, and I'm constantly reminding my audience to um, guard your heart, right. right? Because Matthew 24 and 12 says mm-hmm. that due to lawlessness that will increase, men's hearts will wax cold. Right. And so I think media pushes the narrative. And now we're seeing a lot of things uncovered in politics right. where we're like, okay, there's not a whole lot of um, accountability yeah. where our leadership and our elected officials are concerned. Yeah. And that, I think, fosters and cultivates a sense of helplessness and despair. Yeah. And so we take it out on each other. Right. Our hearts wax cold. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we live in a society where um, we'll, we're very quick to throw the rock and hide our hands. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the Bible declares that, you know, if you can't show mercy then you shouldn't obtain mercy. (laughs) And so I don't think people think about that. Um, If you want mercy, you have to give mercy. And as um, Aisha stated, you know, all of us have something. We all have some bones rattling in our closet somewhere that we don't want people to know Mm -hmm. about. And so if you want mercy, you've got to learn how to cover first with the the love of Jesus Christ. Well, Lee, do you think we're not teaching it as much in the church anymore? Has it kind of lost its I don't, I don't want to use the word power, but that's what I'm thinking of. Mercy and grace. There's power in, in humbling ourselves Absolutely. and showing mercy where mercy is due. But have we I lost think, that? I think so. I think the premise of most churches now is more on the prosperity and how to become, you know, great and famous. Um, but God is teaching us, you know, we forget that he starts off by telling us, judge ye not, that right. you not be judged. Mm-hmm. And then also he teaches us that to the pure, all things appear. And when we're looking at things through the right eyes and with the right lens right. and looking at at people for who they truly are mm-hmm. and as being human, knowing that we were born in sin, mm-hmm. shaped in iniquity. We've come with a lot of frailties. We're going to make mistakes, but right. you know, his compassions are they're new every morning, mm-hmm. his mercy. So we right, got to understand right. that, you know, he gives us another chance. So why can't we extend it to someone right, else? Right. And that's, a, that's a good question we need to ask. Why can't we? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I think too, I love this definition in this small group that I'm currently participating in. Mercy equals being relationally generous. Yes. And so if we're missing it in our church, in our churches, I think it's because we're so afraid of each other. We're not Mm -hmm. really in relationship. Yes, exactly. Like whenever you say, how are you doing today? We're like. Do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah. And the person asking is kind of like, man, I hope she knows. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah. asking and they're walking yes. by you. Yeah, in the pro- how are you yeah. doing? Not there's no time for to stop. Response. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. So you can't foster mercy in that environment. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, so, and I think, too, we're scared of of tension and tension is required. You know, one of your marriage segments, mm-hmm. um, it was like, Hey, embrace the fact that it's going to be high, low, up, down. Yes. But we're afraid of the tension. Yeah. And again, my industry of mainstream media is just, forgive the pun, but hell bent yes, uh-huh. on uh, dividing us based on our differences. Like we're not yes. drawn together by the things that, that make us the same. And we're afraid to embrace even our differences. Right. We're wow. told we're not allowed to. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think mercy can't survive in that type of an environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I agree. I that agree. was a great point that you made, you know, with mercy, if you don't have a relationship, you know, that is so important. You know, it's hard to do when you don't have a relationship. We right. can do it to our families, yeah, our right. children, right. because we got that relationship. But for strangers, it's a little bit harder than right. embrace. You can, you can yell at someone and it's not, not, not yeah. think twice about it. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Welcome back to The Christian View. 
first in view. Just a little joke. Um, Monica just asked me how I responded to the lady in the car this morning. And I actually, I was actually like, Lord, thank you. And I smiled at her and waved and, and let her go on. I was like, I don't, I, I'm going to be testing on mercy and grace because we're talking about it today. But, but I mean, it's so true. God is going to test us and we're all going to, we're all going to be held accountable for our actions. But I wanted to bring in, since we're talking about mercy and grace and the lack of it, um, my husband brought up about NFL players and professional yes. players being, mm-hmm. being, taken down from their positions because of things that are happening outside of their jobs, whether it be domestic violence or addictions. And not that I am for domestic violence at all or addictions, but do we have the right lead to have people lose their positions Mm -hmm. or something they've worked really hard for, for things that they've done like five years from now, 20 years ago, or things that they do that we just don't agree with? Right. Um, The short answer would be no. But however, we do know that we live in a society where we have laws. And then um, depending on your particular um, trade or profession, you may have ethics or professional Mm -hmm. guidelines that you must adhere to. So sometimes, you know, whatever you do, you you know, you may violate this moral code. But I do feel that, you know, we as a society, when we say talking about the mercy, when we enact mercy, it means that we're not giving the punishment piece that really should truly go along with it. And I think in society, sometimes I'm not, you know, really on the legislative side to know what all goes behind a law or to get all the thought processes. But from my vantage point, sometimes the punishment doesn't fit the crime. For instance, there was a young man I was reading, hearing on the news. He was an, an educator and there was something that happened with him with a student recently, you know, a sexual act. Yes, that's terrible. He shouldn't have done it, career and all those things. But when I heard his sentence was life in prison and I was going like, now, yeah, he needs a consequence, but does right, that right. punishment fit the, crime, fit the crime? You know, yeah, so yeah. sometimes I do think that, you know, the short answer is no, we should be able to. But, yes, there are certain professions where we have right, to be, right, you know, held right. accountable. Yeah. Right. And there is consequences to sin. There's yes. consequences yeah. to things that we take out of order. Right. But are we are we the judge and jury? You know, no, to, no, we're not. Well, you know, I, I, I put a post out um, on my IG page and it says um, we've got to stop condemning people for things that God has already forgiven them for. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, um, just such as, you know, prisoners who've gone and they've they've served their time Mm -hmm. and they've paid back their debt to society, but when they come out, they still can't get a job. Right, right. Um, They still can't um, provide for their families. They can't have that fresh start, you know, at a new life Mm -hmm. because of the fact that there is still something dangling over their head. And it's like, I can't run away from my past. Mm -hmm. And so I really think that, you know, We've got to do a better job at saying, okay, if this person has paid their debt to society um, and if God has forgiven them, then why are we condemning them for what God has already forgiven them for? And then again, we've got to look at ourselves because let's be honest, if we were to turn ourselves inside out, you would find some ugly ratchet stuff in there. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, you know, we always tend to want God to pull the curtain, you know, Mm -hmm. um, when it's us, but when it's, when it's somebody else, you know, sometimes we're the first ones, as with uh, Jesus going to the cross, yelling, crucify him, yeah. kill him. He's yeah. not the son of God, right. knowing what he has done yeah. for us. Yeah. And so, but we've got to remember that none of us have done anything to deserve God's grace. Right. Right. Amen. Yes. Amen. None of us yeah. have done right. anything to deserve his grace, but he has given it to us. And like Pastor says, mm-hmm. we get brand new mercies every day. So every we, day. God is trying to get us to the place where we extend right. mercies right. to right. everybody yeah. else. And one thing you said about 
about the people getting out of prison. I, I have a dear person whom I love just got out of get prison about mm -hmm. six months ago, and that label is still on him, and he yeah. has to he has to wow. carry it every day. I'm like, yeah. you've been forgiven, yeah. So forgive yourself because yeah. when it keeps coming back up, it's hard for mm -hmm. them to forgive it because yeah. I'm like, don't let the devil continue to remind yeah. you, right. even though the world may say this. Yeah. God says this, and yeah. we have to, and you have to show yourself mercy and grace. Right. That's a trick of the enemy, mm -hmm. so that you yes. cannot forgive yourself, right. so you can't get over it. You right. know, even when the world is already hard on you, you're harder on yourself, right. you know. And that's one thing he said, he goes, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make up for my past. Wow. He said, yeah. no, you don't, because God forgave you. Yeah. So walk in that freedom, but it's hard. Yeah. And he paid for the past. He did. He yeah. paid for the past, yeah. the present, and the future. Right. Right. And that's what people have to understand. Mm -hmm. But it's going to start with as um, um, uh, Sister Danzy stated earlier, <laughs> renewing your mind. Right. Right. Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to see yourself in a new um, light. And a lot of times when you have done things wrong, you're harder on yourself right. yeah. than right. others are. Mm -hmm. And like you said, he came out with that label. You know, we've got to learn to um, allow people to have a fair chance right. to start over mm -hmm. because we've been given another yeah, chance. Right. Every time we take another mm -hmm. breath, that's another that's chance right. to start over. So that's we've right. got to extend that to other people mm -hmm. and we got to stop criticizing for people for stuff that we ourselves are doing sometimes. Right. right. And you know, one thing is you might have done something 20 years ago, mm -hmm. but you're a different person yeah, now. You know, person. and we need to yeah. look at that person right. with new eyes. Oh, absolutely. And well, that's what the Bible right. says. You know, uh, we are new creatures. Mm -hmm. The old things have right. passed away and behold, all things have become new. And so we've got to walk in that. Yes. And, and we have to sometimes tell people, you know, that'll come up and call me, you know, what I used to be. Sweetheart, that's not me anymore. <laughs> That's not, you not even, as I sit here, something is changing right, about right, me. Right. I'm not even the same Christina I was when I got on this stage. Something right. is literally changing about me already. Yeah. So don't refer to me, don't identify me by my uh, dilemma, yeah. right. basically right. is what we've got or to stop past. doing. Right. 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 Absolutely. Well, right. I love that R become new because that R become is so important. Yes. And some translations <clears throat> don't, don't translate it that way. That's right. R become is mm -hmm. a, is a present progressive. Yes. yes exactly. So it's, it's yes, constantly going from yes. glory to glory. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And I think too, what would be very beneficial is if the church would rise up and work alongside your state legislatures to provide an outlet and jobs programs, right. oversee mm -hmm. them, align with the government and, uh, and propose legislation. I got to tell you, I work with women coming off the streets of prostitution. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that we're now starting to refer to prostitutes as people who are, who are being trafficked. Because let's face it, no seven-year-old grows right. up to say, right. I think that's what right. I want to do. Yes. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to hold on. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Stay tuned. Christian View, we are talking about the lack of mercy and grace in our society. And before we went to break, Monica was making a great point that I want to jump back in on about the prostitution and the trafficking women that you're working with. Right. Well, so women that I'm working with have a very difficult time leaving that past behind. And the church at large does yes. not do a very good job of discipling these women. Yes. The R progressive, you know, the mm -hmm. R, the R becoming, R becoming Christ, right? right? Mm -hmm. The present progressive. And so, and a lot of the programs are so victim centric mm -hmm. that it's like walking in every day right. to a program that says, hi, my name is Monica and I'm a prostitute. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, right. my name is Monica and Christ delivered me. Amen. Yes. Right. 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 And so if there were programs in place mm -hmm. that would allow these records to be expunged right. mm -hmm. to an extent, right? Yes. Because you have, because let's face it, 
like you were saying, you can't walk into an employer. It follows you everywhere you like a bag. You can't get apartment. You can't. Right. You can't. And so it's, right. it's one thing for us to say, Jesus forgives you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's awesome, but right. I need a job. Yeah. Right. 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 I need to be able to I need work. to pay, pay my bills. bills. Right. right. So I think the legislature, I'd love to see the church step out of being mm-hmm. so victim-centric where yes. we keep people in their bondage yeah. and, and so afraid of politics because we're afraid of losing our tax breaks, right. you know, and step on out there and yeah. say, this is what's right. Yeah. Like we've been called to occupy. But Monica, right, right. most mm-hmm. people have forgotten about the fundamental message of who Jesus was himself. Mm-hmm. He was not a person who stayed within the box. He was always right, getting outside right, of the right. box. Yeah. And even in what you're speaking of, you know, he embraced Mary Magdalene, yeah. mm-hmm. who we know he had cast out many right. devils and we right. know what her past, you know, yeah. was what she was infamous for. Mm-hmm. But he did not allow that to change him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure even in her, you know, are becoming, there was some struggles that we don't read about in the Bible yeah, right. that things she had and Jesus had to help keep her on the straight and narrow. But we have to be willing to work with people. But right. so many times I think we're fearful of people mm-hmm. and we're fearful of the reputation yeah. that it's going to, you know, give us. If I associate with this right. person, Absolutely. what are people yeah. going to think about yeah. me? Mm-hmm. It must mean I'm doing this mm-hmm. or I'm doing right. that. No, it's just that we have been empowered yeah. that since we have received his mercy, mm-hmm. now we should be we able should to willing it. and show right. it. Right. Right. I mean, when you look at the disciples that Jesus chose, I mean, they all, all represented something up. that was viewed on as negatively. Yes. You know? right. mm-hmm. So you do question, you know, are, is your life a true reflection of who yes. Jesus was when you want to just circle yourself with the high and mighty? Right. right. You know, right. then you're you're not really following that path. Yes. Well, I go out on the streets in Buckhead some, and I talk to the homeless and share with them. And, and what they say to me is, I prefer to be homeless. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's do. easier for me to be homeless uh-huh. than to try to get a job and to try to find a place to live because they're not they're not giving you any grace. But honestly, they have more family and community under bridges yes. than yes. they do in our own churches mm-hmm. or yes. you know in their own families. Yeah. And so it becomes a community. It is a, a lot of people don't want to be saved. Yeah. Right. right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Not, not off the street. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wanted to piggyback off of something that Pastor Adams was, was mentioning, um, Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. And of course we know her background. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that people often overlook is that she had value. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was still value to her, yes. even though she had a rap sheet. Yes. And there's still value. There's still something on the inside of you that is very valuable yes. to God. There is still value in people who have gone to jail for for uh, committing crimes such as drugs that are mm-hmm. selling drugs or, or rape. There's some value. There's something in there that God can use in that person mm-hmm. to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. But we're so hard on them until they often revert back right. to right. being because who they that's are. The choice they feel yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it identifying right. people by their dilemma has been going on way before we right. got here. Right. Yeah. It's in the Bible. The woman with the issue of blood. Right. Her yes. name was Veronica. Yeah. Call me by my name. Yes. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the lame man. Yeah. You know? Call me. And, and, and the man with the palsy, they identified mm-hmm. people by what they were going right. through. Yeah. Instead More of so, just yes. calling them who they right, are. Right. Give me, I was assigned a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So call, call me by my name, right. not by my issue. Yeah. Right. But yeah. the thing is, we all have a rap sheet. Yes. We all have things in our past that, gosh, I just wish yes. I didn't have. I wish yeah. I didn't do. I wish I didn't say. Mm-hmm. I wish they didn't see. So as believers, mm-hmm. what can we do to be the mm-hmm. first to act in grace and mercy mm-hmm. instead of the first to condemn and judge and to cut mm-hmm. down and to gossip? I mean... It's happening amongst us. So what can we do as believers to stop it? Embrace them Mm -hmm. and also show the world that 
you you know, if you have a reputation or an issue, whatever, I'm not going to look down at you. I think there is a, a, a sense of Christian um, hypocrisy in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, where we're looking down yes. at others mm-hmm. and we think that, you know, they think that we think that we're better than them because right. we won't extend mm-hmm. our hand mm-hmm. out to them. Right. So I think the first step, step is really to embrace those that are coming from a different background and, you know, showing them you know, that we are we are one in that right. sense. And, and in that, when we have that, like you said, that hypocrisy, the treatment or the cure for that is we must utilize empathetic intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are able to look at and we're able to view people and not be biased. Right. And we yeah. can do that mm-hmm. by just putting in a simple practice of what I call shoe shifting. Right. You know, meaning like putting ourselves in the yeah, other person's right. shoes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are afraid to do that because yeah. they're scared to get out of their shoes and think about it right. from somebody yeah. else position because at the end of the day it's the caught in the uncaught right yeah. you know people that there are plenty of people that did something that they should be behind bars for yes. but because they didn't get caught yeah. you know and right. somebody else got caught yeah. in theirs but we want to put it to a life sentence or right. hold it over their life forever and we forget right. we did the same thing oh, yeah. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. but no one saw us yes yeah. <laughs> God saw them God yes, saw yes, everything yes, he did. but yeah we're just so quick to, to point yeah. the finger when we mm-hmm. should be pointing it yeah. in where we point it yeah. outwards. I don't, I don't think we forget. I, I mm-hmm. think that's what yes. I think that's what enables us mm-hmm. to to continue to be hateful and merciless. Right. Is mm-hmm. that we know what we've done, yeah. right. and we know when God when we haven't taken that thing before Him to yeah. lay it down and let Him contend with us in our yeah. private time, and so that's. The, the measure by which we judge others is yeah. what we right. hold ourselves to. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Self-projection. So I think uh-huh. it has to start in your own mirror with right. your own relationship yeah. and practicing, you know, the scriptures of love. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. mercy is. Mercy is. Like mm-hmm. replace love with mercy. It's, they're interchangeable. Right. They're Honestly. all God. And Jesus said, with love and kindness Honestly. have I drawn, drawn thee. And he did not put... Uh, specifications right. on who he would draw. Because right. he yes. said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. Oh, right. doesn't yeah. matter if you rape somebody or kill somebody. Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. I'll draw all men if I be, be lifted up. And right. so we, the church first has to start with mm-hmm. having these honest conversations yeah. about being transparent. Right. Yes. I'm the pastor, but I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm the pastor, yeah. but sometimes I battle depression. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. the pastor, right. but sometimes I, I, I battle maybe one to go get a drink or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, you start with being transparent. P- yeah. Transparent because once you confess these faults, yes. then that gives the devil There's nothing freedom. to hold right. over your head. Right. Right. There's nothing on, to hold yeah. over your head no because you're confessing it. Mm-hmm. Once no you turn on the light, there's yes. there's yeah. freedom. And I so, think of mm-hmm. Luke 6, 42. How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your mm-hmm. eye yes. when yourself fail mm-hmm. to see the plank yeah. in your own eye? Yes. You hypocrite. First uh-huh. take the plank out of your eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's right. eye. That's powerful. That is powerful. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with a Christian view on the topic, mercy and grace. Welcome back to the Christian view. We've been talking today about the lack of mercy and grace in our society. There's over 38 verses that talks about mercy and grace in scripture. My favorite is this one. He has shown you, oh man, what is good. What does the Lord require of you to act justly, love mercy and walk humbly with your God. We'll see you next week on the Christian view.